Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camado here with episode 10 of the Tutor Podcast, the plain English show for anyone who's in the business of helping people. I'm here to share what I've learned about the business of teaching and to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business so you can make more money whilst you help more people. Join me every Monday to keep you and your business up to speed here on the Tutor Podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about your ideal clients. You may remember back in episode three, I shared my second secret golden rule with you, DDWT. The reasons why you shouldn't put up with people you don't enjoy being around. And today's show is kind of an extension of that idea. But today we're going to be talking about your ideal client or student rather than the people you don't want to deal with. Now, this stuff really matters because it can transform the day-to-day work of your business into a way more pleasurable experience if you're working only with the right people. It will give you more drive and more purpose in what you do because you'll share more of you and you'll care more for your people if you're working with customers and clients that you really like and who get you and who you get. That means you'll generally get better results for your clients because Your way of doing matches up with their way of being. So you have this mutual understanding going on between the two of you. It's almost like being part of the same tribe. And when you're surrounded by your own tribe, then you generally do a lot better business. I'll explain why when we come into the marketing section later. When you're working with the right people for you and your skill base as well, you'll always be getting paid better than someone who's a mismatch because you'll be busier as i said it's better business because it can make you a smarter marketer of what you do so we're going to try to identify who your tribe actually are what they look like what they do what they want and what to think about when you're trying to hunt these babies okay here we go so the first thing to think about is their age. Do you want to deal with children? Do you want to deal with teenagers, 20-somethings, 30s, 40s, 50s, older guys, retirees? They're all vital considerations to what you do. Once you've identified the sort of age group you're happiest working with, ask yourself, are you happier working with males or females? Or does it not matter to you at all? You then want to think about their professional background. What sort of jobs do they do? You'll find that it's a very different dynamic working with people who are in the soft skills kind of area than people who are highly technical. Highly technical people need to know the wiring behind the board. Soft skill guys will generally go along with anything. So they're much happier learning learning by rote, whereas the techies want to know the nuts and bolts, the granular detail of why. So that can make it a lot harder work for you. Now, 
something that tracks alongside of that profession consideration is their income levels. Now, if you're working with people in highly technical occupations, they'll generally tend to be quite well paid. So that can affect your price point. If they're very, very well paid, that can affect your price point even more. And you know what I'm talking about with that. Now, their educational level, if they have a background in formal study, you may find that there are certain residual thought processes lurking in the background. That may or may not resonate with your own approach. If you're highly academic and it coincides with what your tribe think is valid, great. If not, then that's great too. Just find out what works for you. Because I know from my own experience that an ideal client for me, an ideal student for me to teach guitar with, is radically different to, say, one of my colleagues who is a piano teacher. She has a very different approach than I do. Her tribe is very, very different from mine. Another consideration we all need to think about is their preferred locations. If you'd like to work only from home, then you'll need to identify customers who are happy to come to you. If for some reason you like to travel or as a constraint on working at your own location, you'll need to find people who are happy for you to go to them. And of course, they're going to have to pay you a premium for that high level of service. On the back of that, there are also going to be considerations to whether you want to be delivering content and client interactions in person or remotely over Skype or some of the video conferencing service. So identify them and position yourself to deliver in that marketplace. Find out what your ideal customer actually wants from you. As a guitar teacher, it's a fair mix for me. I have guys who just want to play for fun, people who want to start bands, folks who want to set themselves into writing. For some, it's just a social thing. For some, this is their kickback and their relaxation for the whole week. It's the high point of the week. It's something I've often been told by students. Now, they may not ever achieve playing greatness, but if playing guitar and learning to play the guitar with me is the high point of the week, I think I'm delivering them fantastic value. Don't have a problem with that. Just make sure that their outcomes for themselves match up with your aspirations of outcomes to which you would like to be helping them to achieve. If you're driven to get a very high exam pass rate for your students in graded exams in music, for instance, then you probably wouldn't fare very well with someone who just wants to knock around, have some fun and put a booze band together with his mates. So make sure that their outcomes match up with what you want to achieve. Once you've got all that data collected and you know who they are, what they look like, what they earn, what they do with themselves and what they want, then ask yourself, where do you find these people? I always ask myself, are they hanging out online or are they hanging out in the real world? And where can I find them in either of those two environments? In the real world, they might be in clubs, bars, golf courses, music venues, pubs, bars. 
music shops. I'll be looking for people in that environment. And if I were putting marketing and advertising out, they would be the places that I'd be considering placing my own advertisements. Online, I'd be looking at forums, social media groups, fan pages, anything that pertains to the field I'm operating in. Now, it's a quick heads up of the level of detail some of this goes down to. I'll give you a rough profile of my own very unusual ideal customer. Because as a music teacher, this is a fairly irregular shopping list of personality traits and characteristics for my students. So my average student's male, over 35 in a highly technical profession. They have an income well above the national average and are educated above degree standard. They generally drive German cars. They want to learn at my location and they own at least three guitars. It's kind of easy to find those guys and to let them find me. Now, knowing that level of detail really shapes how I position and market myself and my business. So I'm not spending time with people who don't fit my desired profile. Now, because I'm not working with just about anyone with a pulse and the necessary money, my client turnover is very low. So that's allowed me to grow steadily and get book solid and then stay book solid week after week, month after month, year in, year out for the last 10 years. I believe firmly that once you know your market, you can position yourself in the market in front of your ideal clients and students so that you spend your time only working with your ideal clients and students. It can help your positioning by being in the right place in the market, as I just said, using the appropriate, correct language forms and terms that they'll use. So look on the forums, find out what people say about what they want to do. Find out their language, their slang, their in-terms. It's called in-group language. So know the language of the group you, that you're aspiring to attract. Use the right kind of images that will attract them to you. Make sure your price point's correct. It's so easy to mess up on pricing. I'll do a whole podcast episode on this later. But for now, just bear in mind that if you're too cheap, you'll repel. And if you're too expensive, you'll repel. There's a kind of a sweet spot pricing that you'll be aiming to look for. And when you've identified your perfect customer, hone your delivery style to suit them. This doesn't mean you're going to be plastic and a fake. What it means is use the very best of you and then finesse that so that you better align with the characteristic needs and traits of your perfect customer. So on we go to marketing yourself now. Once you know your market, you can just be so much more effective. Dive onto Google Analytics and find out what's going on in your area. Which areas of the town are the most affluent? Because that will be an indicator of occupations. Aim for your target demographic. You always want to be looking to market to and attract your dream customers. On social media channels, you can get down to a very granular level 
you can get down to age, sex, occupation, income, marital status, location. You could dig down and down and down. It's amazing the amount of data that's available for free on the social media networks. Using those analytical tools will let you target your advertising so you're only appearing to the right eyes. Now, when you're only appearing to the right people, the cost of your advertising can be very low. And of course, once you've calculated the lifetime value of a customer, and that's something that I may well get around to doing an episode on in the future, it becomes a fairly simple calculation to understand the return on your investment. For instance, if over the course of their working relationship with you, a customer is paying you, say, £3,000 and it costs you 20 quid to acquire that customer, that's a very strong return on your investment. So take the time, make the investment in getting your tribe right. Then market yourself to that right tribe because the time cost of being with the wrong people is just terrible. You're missing out on the opportunity to work with the right people and it erodes your return on investment. How do you do this? Well, the answer is simple. Test everything. You'll have assumptions about who your dream client is and I want you to test the assumptions. It may change over time as you change over time, as the marketplace changes over time and society shifts over time. So I guess I better sum it all up. And it's simple. Know your dream customer. It's vital to your business's success. The benefits you'll get from giving it time and thought are huge because your ideal customers make life easy. They make life a lot more fun. So please put the kettle on. Make yourself a cup of tea. Think about it. Who are your dream customers? Who do you want to spend your working time helping? And then get busy finding them. Let me know how you get on with this. I want to know all about your triumphs, your tribulations. I'm here to help you. That's all we've got time for this week. But join me next time on the Tutor Podcast where I'll be talking about moving a typical sole trader tutoring or teaching business into a limited company structure. The benefits and the downsides of doing that and how it could work for you. So look forward to seeing you next time on the Tutor Podcast. Bye-bye. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.